0: Hey, so this is a new episode of Dumb and Dumbest. We're getting through these pretty fast. I think Curtis and I are actually serious about this being like a a daily podcast type deal.
1: Well, well, at least uh, semi daily in the meantime.
0: Exactly that for the uninitiated was Curtis.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who all of a sudden, of course, has a massive spill the second that we uh, get online. <laughs>
0: We're going to power through because today we're going to do a quick episode. I have to get on the phone with Todd Severin of Ripple Music, but we're going to do a quick episode today about the grind and how being in a band is like a second job, right? Because when you're in a band and you're starting to, like, not even the early phases, the phase where you want to be, where you're, like, starting to get opening slots and, like, labels are interested in you, that phase is fucking hard. I agree. Right? Because... You've got to be on the road. You've got to be playing like 100 shows a year at minimum. Yeah. But simultaneously, you're not making enough money to live. And on top of that, you need to fucking record a record. And you need to make this all happen at the same time somehow. And that's really hard. And that's why you see a lot of these bands, maybe they get like their first big tour. You know, maybe they get a tour playing to like 1,000 cap rooms and it's going well. And then they fall apart because there's just so much to do. And the problem is that, to get the attention of big league management, you know, you need to be yeah. grossing at least fifty thousand a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Someone like I wouldn't I don't take on it. I charge twenty percent of the gross for my management clients, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't take anything that pays less than fifty thousand a year to total to the band. Because if I don't make ten K a year off a client, it's not really worth it to me. Yeah. The amount of work given. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's how a lot of the big guys think. So you're, you have to kind of grind it out unless you get really lucky. And for whatever reason, a player decides to take you on, but that usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's sort of where we're trying to look and what we're trying to target is like, if you play that as much as you want to play, you have to still create content. And this is where it gets tricky because it requires a unique kind of mix of job situation, home situation having easy access to a recording studio who's either cheap or can take care of you. It's uh, where do you start, Curtis?
1: Well, it all depends, right? I mean like to me to me you just I mean you just have to be treating everything like it's your job, you know what I mean? If you're gonna be getting anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean it's kinda like you have to me it's kinda like you have to start with like the things we're talking about. Like start taking your social media seriously, start treating that as your job. Um, Have someone that's assigned to doing it. Um, You know, you have to start treating like your album sales or your job, you know, Um, your band store is your job, your merch is your job, everything. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And honestly, like people don't want to hear this, but the bands who are starting to break, at least in my experience, are spending at minimum two or three hours a day on social media.
1: Yeah, and you and me probably spend at least that amount per day as well, at least. I mean, sometimes you've got to do more,
0: right? I mean, I'm, I'm on Facebook. for I am in, in some capacity, outside of when I'm meditating, I'm in some capacity on Messenger between 6 a.m. and midnight. Yeah, and I have the same thing. thing yeah. 6 a.m. and midnight, I have a response time under 15 minutes. Yeah. Yours is better than mine, I've got to say that. Yeah, it's because I'm a cause I'm Matt fucking Bacon.
1: Well, you know what? I used to have that, and then in the last probably six months, um, I was start I was starting to have other things slide when I was letting my because me- my volume of messages has gone up. So now sure. I try now I now my response time is generally within about six hours, six to seven hours.
0: No, I get it. You're aging. Yeah. You're you're slowing yeah. down a little bit. Yeah, right. It's, it's so more
1: the it's it's more the fact that what's been going on, like I said, is like my email volume has increased. So a lot of times, what is happening with me is if if I, if I, my, my email will start to suffer if I just focus totally on the social media and the, I need that to get my pitches. Sure. So it's, but generally my response time is really fast. Yes.
0: Yeah. That being said, and this is, this is tied into the band being your job. Yeah. is it's a job where you are always plugged in, mm-hmm. right? Like this is something people forget. Like people don't realize if you're in a band, you have to be able to respond like yesterday. Pretty much, yeah. Or at least
1: within 24 hours, tops, 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 tops. Like, I mean, 24 hours to me is a a top time. I mean, everybody screws up. Like, you and me both have messed up on our emails. Like, last week, I mean, I got backlogged by three days because I had a lot of work going and I didn't check them. I mean, I know you've done the same thing, but as a general rule, you need to be answering your emails within 24 hours, tops. Same with social media.
0: Yeah, because if people, like, people will take any excuse not to work with you. And that's not because they're bad. It's because they have fucking things to do.
1: Yeah. Well, like with me, if if someone doesn't answer me, if I'm trying to buy something on someone, for example, and I send an inquiry to a company and I don't hear back with them from them within 24 hours, they just say, forget it. You know, that's just me personally, but I'm sure most other people are the same way.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And like, and at the end of the day, if, so if I'm like a promoter or whatever, and I'm trying to put together my lineup, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to reach Like it's a hard thing. Cause I don't want to reach out to too many bands because I don't want to at, at once. Cause I don't want to have to like offer someone a slot and then say no. Cause I look like an asshole. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Tight. Yeah. But yeah. don't, but so many times, you know, promoters are going to just, especially for opening slots for like kind of B and C level touring bands where there's maybe going to be a hundred, 150 people there at most. Yeah. yeah those guys will literally just take the first person who replies a lot of the time. Cause they've got so many shows happening that it's like, they can't not just take the first person who replies. Oh well, yeah. You have to, you know what I mean? And like, if you just make it known that you're available, guess what? People are going to like that because when people see that you're available and easy to work with, yeah. you get opportunities.
1: Well, the other thing too is like, just a good example for this is if, if you're trying to, we'll, we'll bring it back to the sales example. Like I just made a couple of minutes ago, like if you're shopping for something and you send out a bunch of emails to people and one person responds right away and they respond right away all the time and another person takes two to three days between emails, who are you going to go with? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's well. the same thing within real life too. No one's going to mm. book, book your band if you're taking two to three days, four days, five days a week to respond.
0: Yeah. And same goes for getting reviews and interviews, you know, yep. if it, and this is something you should look, you should, you can see it in your PR person, right? Cause sometimes yep. like literally every two months when I schedule, when I schedule like what I'm going to review for metal injection, yeah, I'll literally just text my five favorite PR people who I'm closest with yep. and say, yo, what do you want covered? Yeah. And then they tell me. Yeah. And if, they aren't there right yeah. away. Yeah. Guess what? They don't get their shit covered, and that's not because I'm angry at them or because I hate them. Yeah. Except in Curtis's case, where I do genuinely hate him. <laughs> um, you know, broadly broadly speaking, it's it's because that was what I was doing right then. Mm-hmm. It's I never understood why people don't get that, and but that's yeah. part of it being a job, is that.
1: But it's, it's not <laughs> my work hours, Matt.
0: If you think you have fucking work hours, it's my day off, man, you're a fucking loser who will never succeed. <laughs> like, I am not exaggerating. If yeah. you think that I turn off, like, I turn off at 10 p.m. and I probably won't text you back unless it's like a 7.5 out of 10 urgency. Yeah. But that's because, but I turn off at 10 p.m. because I was answering emails from 6 a.m.
1: Yeah. I'm the same way I, I i I will generally ignore anything after ten, but try to answer anything that I see before ten
0: too yeah, like like I don't know man just just think about it that way, like think realize that you you don't get to have work hours, like do you yep. think fucking Brian Williams has work hours? I guarantee you he does not, you know, James Hetfield probably doesn't have work hours exactly he's constantly doing shit like it's a it's yeah. a different mentality you need to have no one's just creating you know yeah. if you want to just create there's two options mm-hmm. uh, one you could be a songwriter like in nashville yeah you know but they even around. have deadlines though they have, where they, they, have they have to they do have, stuff they have deadlines and they have to network mm-hmm. you know or you could be like a backing musician but, yeah, again, but they do have, have
1: schedules and stuff. You have schedules
0: yeah. and you have to deadline. No one's like yeah. sitting around creating. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's tied into something and has to fucking hustle.
1: You yeah, know. I'm sure well here's a good example. Like ACDC right now, they're doing a new album, right? Sure. I'm I'm sure they're all on a tight schedule right now while they're recording. You yeah. Know, I'm sure I'm sure they are. And like from they're probably sitting there from probably eight AM till probably nine or ten o'clock at night, sometimes probably doing all nighters.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I don't know why any of you fucking expect that it's just going to come. Yep. Like, it's, it's, it's not, <clears throat> it's just not how that works. And it's honestly never how that worked. Yeah. Because the work ethic that even, like, even in, like, the most decadent, the most decadent period of 20th century popular music, mm-hmm. right, like, 80s glam, okay? Yeah. Vito Brada would fucking <laughs> play a show and then practice until 4 a.m. Yep. Like well,
1: we'll look at and poison too. We're even saying that.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. they're supposed to be ultimate decadent.
0: <laughs> yeah, because poison saw what they wanted and then fucking worked. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not yeah. complicated. They were just like, oh, yeah. we would like to be literally the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, well,
1: that's what they wanted for their image, so they did yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Good for them. Good for poison. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Like they committed to it. And once you commit to it, the success kind of comes, but you yeah. have to do the work. You have to make the donuts. Yep. Make uh, the not I, like I Well, it's, it's, I was reading some entrepreneur book that talked about it. And then I was hanging out with some who were opening for Paul bearer. And mm-hmm. that's what they said. They were like hanging out at my house all day. Cause they were on tour. My apartment's nice mm-hmm. and, and well lit. And I have nice food, you know, mm-hmm. cause, yeah. cause I work, 14 hours a day and then i st- do personal development for another two hours and then i read for another hour yes. that's why i live alone in a fucking thousand square foot apartment in a very nice neighborhood in brooklyn yeah like and also be aware that like when, when you hear like curtis and me like buying shit for his kids or like living in a nice apartment like we're still not doing great
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> curtis and i definitely have conversations mm-hmm. At least every, at least every six weeks where we'll message each other and be like, Fuck, can you like hook something up? Like, yep. I'm kinda fucked this month. Yeah. Like like that is you know, and, and like that's just part of it. Like yep. I I was kind of fucked this month up until Curtis hooked it up, you know? But we keep on doing it. Like you don't just give up. You okay. know, which I think a lot of bands do. Like a lot of bands, the two things that a lot of bands do is they'll be like, Well, I don't know if this opportunity is good enough. Yeah. And that uh, unless it's like literally a dumb house show for some kids. Do yeah. it anyway. Like space out your shows. Yeah. But just but don't constantly expect good opportunities cuz like at the end of the day I go to dumb house shows for kids sometimes. Yep. I've well, literally hung out. I've literally taken bands who I saw dumb house show for kids and then help them or watch them grow themselves into something bigger, and we've maintained a relationship through the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Like, don't expect that, you know, just because it's a small thing, it's not going to pay off. Be smart about your choices. You know, work smart, like, work smart, and don't – like, paying your dues doesn't mean being dumb. Yeah. But, you know – what did you have to say, Curtis? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Well, no, well
1: you kind of like basically said everything, but I mean, what you're saying basically applies to pretty much anybody in the industry, whether they're a freelancer or a blog owner or anything like that, right? I mean, you got to be quick, you got to be, be dedicated to it. And if you're looking to be, have a career at it, you actually have to go and do the work and you have to be doing work a lot. I mean what you and I do is essentially no different than what most freelancers do, you know? It's like you gotta hustle, 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 and then a lot of times you don't get paid for weeks and weeks and weeks, people are overdue, you're like, ah, how am I gonna keep the lights on? But you just keep going, you know what I mean? And I mean that advice just goes with for anybody, is just you just have to keep going, you have to keep looking for opportunities. How can I better better the career today or what I'm doing, right? So
0: Yeah. Or you could kill yourself. You could do that. Yeah, I'm not, recommend- not highly advised. Yeah, no, of course not. Not highly advised at all. Yeah, But it's an option. Yeah, it is an option. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> We're such dorks.
1: Holy shit. Anyway. Now, I, can I say something else? Uh, one other thing? This is kind of a little bit off topic, or do you want to go on this?
0: No, no, now? no, shoot.
1: Okay, so one thing I wanted to bring up, um, me and Matt have started in the uh, Dropout Social. I'm going to give that another plug right now. Um, it's kind of on topic, kind of not. Uh, dropout Social. We're doing um, a marketing challenge where every day I'm getting people to do the participants in our group to do one marketing action. Right now, we're doing some small stuff, but we're going to get to some bigger stuff at some point. So we got about four or five, I think it's five people right now, including me and Matt, that are no six. I think including me and Matt. Six, yeah. Uh, they're participating right now every single day. So, so far, we're on day two, but we've had 100% responses, except for Matt Jan, who I think forgot today. But anyways, Matt, if you're listening to this, you Shame. have to do day three. Is, it James, is, is that how you say
0: his name? I don't know. I don't know him. I think you know him.
1: Matt from Into the Storm, if you're listening to this, don't forget, you got to do your day two. Day two, day two. I'm, I'm publicly calling you out, man. He's going to hate me for that. Uh, but anyways, uh, but so far, we've had when you exclude Matt, um, the other Matt, uh, 99% compliance, and um, it's been going really well, in, the, in my opinion. Because, I mean, there's, it's very basic stuff so far, but it's just stuff that you need to get in. Like, so far, we talked about Twitter, getting your Twitter set up, your Facebook set up, and some basic statistics being checked. And, I mean, you know, that's just very basic. But, like I said, if you, if you get in the group now, you can see the earlier lessons, you can catch up, and you can start participating, but the thing is, you have to participate every day. And those people that have been doing it show that are showing that they're serious because they're actually doing the challenge every day. And I post them first thing in the morning, well, third thing in the morning, basically. Yeah,
0: they so, are making the donuts.
1: Well, they are because that's because that kind of like when I see those guys have been doing it every day. We'll see how long. Like if they, I think all of them will stick with it 100. percent But because um, all all those guys are actually quite committed, in my opinion. So
0: very much
1: so. Um, well, one of them I don't really know, but. Um, the ones I do know I know are 100% committed. So I, I think they will be the ones who will eventually do do better than most bands, if you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, just look at Forming the Void. Marshall yes. is very fucking serious about what he does. And he the lineup as a whole is very fucking serious about what they do. And yeah. guess what? Yeah. They're playing psycho Las Vegas, and you're not.
1: Yeah, James is someone who is definitely Marshall. 100%. Yeah, he, he's, he's 100% committed, I think. Every time I've ever spoken to him, it's like instant communication. He's posting stuff all the time. You can tell he, he wants it. And
0: they're a great so, band.
1: Yeah, well, that's, and that's the key part, is he, he makes some really killer music. But, I mean, if he just had the killer music and he wasn't backing up with all the stuff he's doing, like, he's probably going to get signed to a really big label at some point. I don't see how he won't.
0: Yeah, you know? exactly. We've talked about that extensively. He's uh, yeah. he's one of my dudes.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's going to do really well. There's no way he can't if he just can continue with the quality of his music and just doing what he's doing. There's, I don't see how he can't succeed at some point.
0: So, there we go. Forming the Void, We Love You, Pearl Harbor. James,
1: James, his ego about a thousand times. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, so I guess that's... That just about does her. Um, uh, if you are interested in free money for your band, hit me up at Matt at dropoutmedia.net. Uh, where, what we're going to do is we can t- offer fulfillment for your merch and we'll provide you social f- for free, right? You get social, you get free social media posts. You get uh, <clears throat> that kind of market. Yourself, and you know, you get, money every week assuming you're making the sales and you don't have to do anything outside of send me a few shirt designs that's pretty fucking cool
1: very cool can i go over one little quick story before we end yes matt bacon wanted me to approach lee aaron to be his her manager today she oh was God. playing i was we were i was out with my family today in kitchener walking down the street and all of a sudden i hear hello queen and uh, i realized Lee Aaron was playing playing the outdoor festival that's there in the middle of the afternoon. Unfortunately I couldn't go because uh, my family wanted to go to the dollar store at the time. But uh, Matt was texting me endlessly yes. telling me to go approach Lee Aaron to be her manager. True story, not to- not made up in one at all. Yes, and then I saw right, and then the funniest part is I saw saw the older version of Matt Bacon, I think it was his dad with a kiss shirt holding a Lee Aaron C D. Wait, I'd like to now. point out
0: that my dad has all of his hair. But it still—it still
1: kind of looks like an older version of you if you had no hair.
0: I really don't see how it looked like an older version of me.
1: I <laughs> there was a, there was a kiss shirt. There was the there was a Lee Aaron uh, CD, and there was the guy. The guy who was giving the Metal Horns, isn't
0: he? I, I've literally never heard of Lee Aaron before today.
1: He has. He's just saying that.
0: No, I've literally never heard of Lee Aaron. Before. I don't. I don't. I don't
1: think that's true. There's no way you have not of Lee Aaron. There's like really, literally no way.
0: Like I feel like I feel like you're really. Okay, look, American listeners, we're going to choose someone bigger than Lee Aaron, who I guarantee none of you have fucking heard of. Well, Doral Pash is kind of probably Please, the equivalent to Lee no, Aaron. Yeah, no, I know, but that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Please message me, either on Facebook or Instagram, at MattBacon666, MattAtTrapOnMedia.net. Message me if you know who Danko Jones is. They won't know
1: who Danko Jones is.
0: Danko Jones is sig- significantly bigger than Lee Aaron on social media.
1: Well, no, but it's a different time, time period, though, because Lee was big in the '80s, right? So, it Lee was Lee at her prime was probably at least two to three times bigger
0: than Danko Jones, I would think.
1: Okay, that's my guess. I mean, maybe I'm okay. maybe I'm if, maybe if, I'm if looking any at it through. who's
0: listening to this know about Danko Jones or Lee Aaron? Please tell us, because I really feel like people don't. And any, I, I, people listen-
1: will know about Lee Aaron. Who anyone who's older than 30 years old will know who Lee Aaron is. Okay, I'll if ask they're in how- the middle.
0: I'll ask Todd Severin when I get on the phone with him in two minutes. He'll know who Lee Aaron is, and if he doesn't, he's lying to you. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, them them some fighting words. <laughs> no, but
1: seriously, let me know if Todd does. He should know. I mean I don't know. Like did he listen he probably listened to if his did he listen to like the poppier metal stuff in the eighties or no?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, well as long as he did, I'm sure he's gonna know who Lee Aaron is. If he doesn't, I'm gonna be totally shocked. Maybe she didn't make it down to California or something in that case, but I will be shocked.
0: Okay, we'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah, anyways, but text follow. me as soon as you know. Yes, follow us on Instagram at MattBacon666 at Dewar PR 77 Again, free money for your band. Just email Matt at DropoutMedia.net. Uh, check, you know, I've got daily, we both got daily videos giving you marketing advice. Yeah. Curtis does PR. I'll teach you how to not market your band like an asshole. Yeah. And uh, that should be my motto, by the way, is not market, teaching you how to not market your band like an asshole.
1: I like it. Let's do that as your tagline.
0: Anyway, take care of yourselves. Enjoy your Saturday night while Curtis and I work until we throw up. Cool. Party on. Bye. Are we done yet?